Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, I have a crazy story for you. Are you ready? Oh, my God. I'm so ready. Are you ready? I, so crazy. Okay. So one time, <laughs> one time I went to go meet some girls with a friend and my friend was late. <laughs> and then I had to talk to him by myself. Talmadge, that's a great story. I'm no, just nothing I'm happened. Nothing happened though. That's it. That's it. You want to come this, to Germany? This basically wraps up HEA season seven in a nutshell. Thank you, Talmadge. <laughs> it's you so just... crazy. And then nothing happened. Literally I nothing. I kept waiting. Wow. I was like. And like, did he start to say, and then we had a foursome, like me and Joey and these two chicks. And then he like chickened out and decided it was a bad idea to tell his friend's wife or like, was that, is this guy really that dumb? <laughs> That's the story. I, it sounds like that was literally the story. Jovi was late and it was a little <laughs> weird and scene. What do you think of that? Yara, you're an idiot. <laughs> Yara. Oh my gosh. I know like the whole, we see this in the preview for next week too. Like there's this whole storyline about how Yara is supposed to be over in Europe to help people. But we ha I would like to see the more helping of people and fewer Jovi's friends, non-funny stories. Like I'm all here for Jovi's friends stories if they're funny because we could use a little oomph in the season, but this guy is not doing it for me. He is it's a little boring. I mean it's a little funny how stupid this whole thing was. It's <laughs> it's kind of stupid. like it really has crossed that line now where it's it like really this is the guy you could <laughs> dig up, Jovi. This is the guy. He this is the most uninteresting shit starter friend. Her his friends it turns out are just as boring and stupid as Yara's New Orleans friends. Champagne just, or whatever her name was. I mean, I something must be going on behind the scenes at TLC or at Sharp because Pink Shade uh, podcast confirmed that this season of HEA is running through January. I don't know if that means like till January 10th or through the end of January. I think that... <laughs> I think that it's like the season is running through the end of January because there's two tell-alls. Now, it feels like they've run out of content, like two episodes the season's, ago. The season's older than Jenny already, I'm telling right. you. Right. <laughs> and Usman and Kimberly have the blessing at Jovi's leaving Prague next episode. So I just like, what else do we have here? Like a family therapy session, I I'm not sure what like open questions we have to wrap up. Looks like Becky is going to try to punch Andre in the face, uh, Charlie style, and then they're going to have family therapy where they're going to yell some more, and nothing's going to come of it. Hmm. But uh, that at least will be dramatic. It will something be fun. will ha I mean something will happen. I I hope and pray that we do not have to endure a gender reveal. <clears throat> oh, you know we will because they mentioned it in the marshmallow scene, Kyle. Next step is the mm. gender reveal. Mm, yeah, we all want to see that for a baby who's already been born. <laughs> I was going to say the gender reveal happened at the birth. <laughs> yeah. When the baby much. was born because this was filmed a year ago. <laughs> um, so, it's, uh, yeah. Daddy, you, look, poo poo. Yep, pretty much. Great. <laughs> Good times. You know when we're when we're at an alpaca farm talking about how many chicks the male alpaca is banging that we've come to the end of the good content for the season. Yeah, alpaca farm is kind of like, okay, you've already exhausted axe throwing, uh general like those destruction rooms yes. that they have. You you already did that. You've been on a boat several times. <laughs> yeah. uh, shit. What else have they, we seen on Libby and Andre? Golfing. Uh, just general fighting at somebody's house. 18 birthday parties. Grand multiple Canyon gender trip. reveals. 
wedding just trying in a to check country. off. Uh, yeah. I think the only reality TV trope that they haven't done yet is truffle hunting. Yeah, I would. You know, <laughs> there's I can't, eleven I can't, episodes to go, Kyle. I know. So we I might can't see believe it. They didn't do that in Moldova. I can't believe. Oh, oh, they they crushed grapes in Moldova. So it's they another did. reality oh, TV yeah. checkbox. Right. Yeah. Yep. I. I just, I bet they're on HEA again. I really think they will be. I know. Yeah. This, and and we've said before, Libby and Andre are sometimes the best part of HEA, which just kind of is a good indicator of HEA. (laughs) But (laughs) they've been genuinely funny and and enjoyable sometimes. Now, look, I, I completely respect and understand if Andre is just like too triggering for you to watch and you just completely don't enjoy it. I, I just I don't see it that way personally. I can still find enjoyment of it because I think Andre and Lib that's just I just kind of see it as Andre and Libby's dynamic. <clears throat> I don't think that he's he's an asshole, but he doesn't rise to the level of these other people who are more intelligent abusers, uh, let's just say. So I, I think that the whole thing is absurd and funny most of the time. But this season there's been like kind of nothing that's happened. I know we need another RV trip. Yeah. Was the best. And they canceled Charlie. And, um, (laughs) so what's left? There's nothing left. Let's go to the grand Canyon. Let's do a gender (laughs) reveal. Great. (laughs) CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel stress, anxiety, and pain. I have been a CBD user for a couple years now because my wife and I are both terrible, terrible sleepers. And the best part about using CBD to help relieve our sleep issues is that you can travel with it. We're on the go. My wife travels a lot for business. We're traveling all over the place, going to see family, and you can bring this stuff on a plane. Our CBD brand is Feels. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. It helps naturally reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, and there's no hangover or addiction. We use Feels' new CBD-infused mints for a clear-headed feeling and bonus fresh breath. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to make sure you get the best use of your CBD. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash cray cray, and you'll get 40% off your first three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash cray cray to become a member and get 40% automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping. Feels.com slash cray cray. The holidays are just around the corner, and as usual, I never have any idea what to get my dad or my husband or my brothers or a lot of other people in my family. They just don't want anything, but I want to give meaningful gifts and something that they'll actually like. With canvasprints.com, you can easily turn photo memories on your phone into the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Even though the name of the website is Canvas Prints, you can actually make blankets, pillows, mugs, puzzles, and a lot more. I mean, who doesn't want pillows with pictures of their dog? I just ordered four. I also ordered some acrylic block prints, um, and they do really nice photo tiles as well. I know photo tiles are really popular these days. I had never shopped for canvas prints before because I thought they were actually really expensive. But canvasprints.com is super affordable, and you can get canvas sizes up to 60 by 60. Canvas prices started under $11, and mugs are only $11.99, so you really can't afford a gift for everyone. I was also super surprised at how easy the website was to use. I had a lot of fun just sitting down on a Saturday night and ordering some big canvases of vacation photos for my family and also some acrylic blocks for grandparents for Christmas. And as I said, I just 
had to have some pillows with my dog's picture on them. I mean, this is literally the perfect gift for anyone who has a beloved pet. The site is really intuitive, and you know from the podcast that Kyle and I are super picky about this. You just upload a photo, and it actually will recommend a size for you, but you can customize it to any size that you want as well. So if you have like an oddly shaped photo or a photo that isn't standard size, you can still order that on a canvas. And you can add a floating frame if you want as well. And all canvas and frames are 100% made in America. The customer service is outstanding and products come with a 100% money back guarantee. Most orders ship within three to five business days, but shop early to ensure delivery before the holidays. Orders placed after December 13th may not be delivered by Christmas Day. So why not just start shopping now, especially since I have a great deal for you. Right now, canvasprints.com has a special offer just for CrayCray listeners. Go to canvasprints.com and use code CrayCray25 to get 25% off your entire order of canvas prints, canvas wall displays, metal prints, photo tiles, photo blankets and pillows, and so much more. Find the perfect holiday holiday gift for everyone on your list and save with this amazing offer. That's canvasprints.com and use code CRAYCRAY25 for 25% off your entire order. Canvasprints.com. Uh, let's talk about Usman. This was this was entertaining as fuck. This was yes, the best part of the was. episode by far. Uh, this first scene was just TV gold it was great it was so funny he is fucking speechless the main reason i don't want usman to get engaged or marry kimberly is because i want him to continue to be on the show and bring a different american oldie every season it will never not be funny to me i'm loving it the only thing that wasn't funny I i know the only thing that wasn't funny about this scene is my jaw dropped when they said she was 18. I know. That was a little young. A little young. And I'm also like worried about this. This, I mean, this, she was a child weeks ago. I know. And now she's now being she's thrown like 20. In, <laughs> she's being thrown into this situation where she's got Kim Bali uh, who's going to want her to live in a fucking dungeon. I mean, first of all, that's never going to happen. Secondly, I, I know. this young lady has her fucking wits about her. And Faraday is like, surely no, I will not be second wife to your <laughs> old American girlfriend. Certainly no, I will not, sir. I, will I mean, not this be woman is fucking, not fucking around. I'm like, not, no. I'm not going to be your fucking broodmare that's going to be hidden underground uh, outside city limits in San Diego that you visit once whenever Kim Bali allows you to. Oh my God. This is, this is like, like if, if Farid, like if this woman ever comes to the U S like it is borderline human trafficking because oh, first absolutely. of all, absolutely, which is why it's not allowed in the yeah, K one visa. Surprise, right. surprise! Kim Bali looks shocked that you're not allowed to be in a polygamous marriage I, to get I a can't fucking bring K one. My husband's broodmare on the K one along with my husband. What kind of country? What kind of visa process is this? If they find we need out, to they bring. May- the handmaid with us. God, if they find out they might look disfavorably on that relationship in the K1 interview, I've never heard of such a thing before. That's so absurd. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, Faraday is her name. She is gorgeous. They literally do Kim, like a pan, they like pan Kim, the camera from Kim, her feet up to her face. QAnon, this is what QAnon should be mad about. <laughs> this is like actual trafficking. Stop talking about George Soros. <laughs> We're seeing it live right now on 90 Day Fiance, Kim. You are towing the line, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I do. I'll um, allow it. Um <laughs> slim pickings with content these days Dude, uh, she, he's just like do you like my songs <laughs> i know well, no, this is doing? what's so fucking funny he has her no mom, game 
No, the only so he doesn't. But let's back up a bit. The only people that are in the room are Usman's mom and Faradit's mom, and the the conversation between the moms is hysterical. Usman's mom, like, well, Faradit will allow it. We'll get him an even younger wife, like eventually, so he can have even more kids. And the other uh, and Faradit's mom yeah, is like, yeah, great. that sounds great. Cool. Uh, and she's like, sure, you sure. know. Also, I just I just want to let you know the criteria for the man who will marry my daughter are no drug addicts and <laughs> yeah. only only legitimate businessmen. And I'm like, does Usman count as legitimate? Like, I don't know. <laughs> have you seen the show? Her her mom her mom's standards are not on drugs, has a <laughs> job, and is not a filthy person. Like that's it. <laughs> Get higher standards for oh your daughter, God. ma'am. Now, Kim, to be fair, that does disqualify most people on 90 Day Fiance and Love After Lockup. So. I mean, 98% of them. Usman might qualify if she if she thinks that whatever his music stuff is, is like yeah. legitimate. If he thinks that like this reality TV shtick is legitimate, I just can't believe that they didn't. Faraday, hey, hey it's, he has a job, Kim. He's starring in the hit series Yahoo Boy <laughs> on YouTube coming soon. I can't wait for it. I'm so excited. I have to say, I watched Usman's most recent music video as well. It's fucking good. <laughs> I know you're all rolling your eyes at me. The song is catchy. There's like these great Nigerian dancers in it. It's good. It's catch like it sounds good. I don't know if he's just like getting better or if like he had to start with the tropes to like get on this show and get, you know, get some exposure, but it's good. I'm sorry. Very nice to meet you. Uh have you seen my Is music? How many on this? how many how many kids do you want? Four. Oh, that's in my range too. He's speechless. He can't even talk. This is why Usman doesn't have a young girlfriend. It's because he's got yeah, no game. I know. He relies it's completely really disappointing. on. He, he literally relies on being under 40, and uh, that's kind of it. And being in a music video. That's how he gets older chicks. That's all he has to do. I mean, he only has a few more years of being able to do that. Is Faraday in on this joke, though? I couldn't. We don't know don't her, know, and I don't know man. enough about like Nigerian culture to know if she's like has this little kind of smirk on her face because she's like in on it and thinks it's funny, or is that is she trying to be coy? Like, I just I don't know how to read it, but it's. I hope she's in on it. I hope she's like, oh, I have to meet this dude. This is so I, absurd. I think that. My assumption is that she had that smile and her demeanor was to kind of be uh, love is blind, call back, keep sweet and uh, unassuming. You know, her mom told her to not, you know, say anything weird. That's what I've guessed. Sorry. Going going back to the three criteria, legitimate business, <laughs> don't do drugs, not into filthy things. Does baby girl Lisa count as filthy things? Like oh, certainly that must it's not, be. She said not into filthy things because I thought she yes. said not a filthy person. Oh, I have written down not into filthy things. Well, that could mean anything. What does that mean? I don't know. Is that is that code for like not gay? Or oh, like some kind of religious. I didn't, I didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, or maybe like, it has a religious connotation. I don't know. Yeah, does no butt stuff. Maybe but it, it means like yeah, like a lot of se promiscuous sex. It, it it is a very valid question to ask, though. Does Kimbali count as part of the? Not Kimbali. I said BGL. Oh God, no! That's fair too. <laughs> That's even more of an example. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he shown banging two without... old American women on TV. Yeah. Like, does he does date oldies with no toes that are driving goats around? <laughs> does that count? <laughs> the fucking goat, Barney. I will never get over <sighs> Barney sitting shotgun. Um, R.I.P. Osman isn't even sitting up straight. He's like slouching in the couch. Like he, 
he has zero confidence. It's so shocking because all we see him is like strutting around like Zanzibar with slam tea, like filming a music video, telling Kimberly to go get him some iced coffee. And now he like can't even look at this girl. It's like he's he's but embarrassed. It, you know, it can, So it could be because he has no game, but it also could be because as soon as he sees her, he's thinking to himself, oh, Christ. She's actually attractive. Yeah. How in he the tells her. fuck? How in the fuck am I supposed to explain my life to her? Oh my god, I know, uh, right? So there's a lady. Um <laughs> he his credit. A, he tells her about Kimberly. <laughs> I dated her a while. I'm not I'm not I'm not turning you down. Uh my mom. The, his explanation is so like my mom doesn't like her so uh she can't have kids you know i'm, I'm i'll marry you first uh or, or her no i'm gonna marry her like this is so oh my god can you imagine <laughs> this is it's- like when we rant about uh things not to say on the first date but i feel like this crosses that line you have to tell her right now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but when he said i'm not turning you down i was like dude she did not say that she's even mildly interested in you oh my god she did i guess she did say that she followed his songs and that she did say in her interview which usman didn't see i hope to have usman as a husband I follow him on social media, but she could have been prompted to say that by production. So we don't know if that's real. I mean, he is just like, he just does not know how to interact with her. So you want to be my closet bang maid? Like surely no carry my children. And as soon as he like, okay, look, I got this American oldie. I'm going to marry her first. And then you'd be the second wife. What do you think? And she just has this hilarious little smirk. And she's like, Certainly no, sir. Certainly mm. no. Mm. I saw BGL. You're not marrying someone like that before me. Yeah. But they exchange phone numbers. So do you think that he like calls her? We're going to see. I, at the minimum, they exchange phone numbers so they could call her for the tell all. Right. Oh, my God. I hope we get Faraday in the tell-all. I want to know more about her so I can kind of read her responses a little better, you know, because it's just she plays it so, like, guarded that you can't really tell what she thinks. There's probably not a lot to know, though, because she's fucking 18. I know. And, you know, he asks, he's like, certainly, like, you have a lot of dudes, like, proclaiming love. And she said no one's serious, so... That's leaving the door open for, <laughs> for may, may Allah guide us, as uh, mom says a minute later. Um. <laughs> uh, so after this, we see Usman going back to the hotel and he tells Kimberly that the lady was beautiful and nice, but he but still he's not wants in love to marry her. her. Not in yeah. love. With her, you know, she's not ugly. She's like, but she's that's not love. Like, yeah, wow, yeah. Way, way to make them both feel good, Usman. <laughs> you know, you're a 9 out of 10, Kimberly. Oh, my God. Um, Usman isn't wearing his ring, though, and Kimberly's really pissed about that. He admits he removed it because Faradit would know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, she's a smart and modern girl. She would figure this out pretty quickly. Uh-huh. But she, you know, at, at, again... Very predictably, yeah. Kimbali relents almost immediately because somehow this conversation upsets him. Yes. He is the one that gets upset he during this conversation. Does this. He <laughs> always turns it around to be like yeah. his his he's boo her, and then she like ends up apologizing. It's so weird. Oh, so bad. I mean then Usman's mom, like this this episode, by the way, 50% Usman and Kimberly. And this last scene was Usman's mom wants to meet with him right away and doesn't tell him what about. Muhammad's there. They they seemingly go to like the middle of a park with like lawn furniture. I'm like, where are we? 
Uh, looks really nice. Maybe if they're at like the hotel courtyard or something. Um, and Kimberly back to wearing a headscarf. We decided that, you know, the look last time didn't work. So we're back to covering the hair. So you were not satisfied with the lady we went to meet. And Usman again pleads for consent to marry Kimberly. And then they have this like drafted agreement. They have a prenush ready to go. <laughs> it's so weird. It's this like kind of creepy document. <laughs> if you think about it, it's just, it's, it's, uh, I mean, look, ultimately, if you're Kim Bali and you have even a shred of intelligence, this is completely unenforceable. This is this means nothing. This is as enforceable as Shida's prenup that says she's going to have a baby. It's stupid. I know. It it just is like you're you're getting her to agree. First of all, she's already agreed to pretty much all of this anyway. You know. Yeah, she has. There's three three things she can't. Hold on, I I took a screenshot of it. So let me bring it up. One of them is letting him travel, which is not really Once her a choice. Quarter. Once a quarter, but you know when when people like take yeah, a trip back to see their family, they stay a month. So he's basically going to be in Nigeria like at least thirty percent of the time because he needs time to impregnate. That's true. We do need a full cycle for the ovulating. Yes, so. for ovulating. But yeah. it, this we also know that this isn't up to her. He. He can't travel until he gets his green card. So the first item says either Kimberly or Usman have no right to something about like each other's money unless willingly, which is fine because neither one of them have any money. So that's fine. Right. Yeah. Then the second thing is travel. The second thing is, yeah, travel. If they move to the United States, Usman has to travel back once a quarter. Or four times. They they like that they specify in parentheses four times a year, just in case Kimberly doesn't know what quarters are. Yes. And (laughs) number three is Kimberly must allow Usman to marry a young lady in the future to enable him to have children. That lawyer is really earning his keep right there. I mean, really? Like, wow. Um, Kimberly's already agreed to all this stuff. So she signs it. I can't imagine this is legally binding in any way. This is just like a family agreement. Yeah, it's not legally binding. But if this somehow comes up or someone at immigration or USCIS sees this on the show, it could get that. That alone is grounds for denying him a K-1. I mean, seriously, millions of people are watching this. They showed the document. It's pretty incriminating, I would say. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then, Ma, I'm so disappointed in Usman's mom. <laughs> she has my consent. Says, Why? It's just because she was annoying enough. <laughs> That's all. She's, just, <laughs> she's like a fucking rabbi. You ask her three times and then good to go. I'm so irritated. She, like, mom's smiling and she's like, Kimberly has a good attitude. I'm like, Mom, you've been through this before. We know how this ends. Please stop. This sucks. Man, oh, man. All right. Uh, Anything else about Usman and Kimberly? I could talk about this for years because I think it's really fucking funny. Kimberly's ecstatic, by the way, that they can get married until the preview for next week. (laughs) (laughs) What? <laughs> Polygamy is going to impact our K-1 visa? Who would have thought? Madness. Madness. Yeah. It's madness. If you're spending time with loved ones over the holidays, chances are you're going to hear a lot of stories. The ones you love to hear and the ones you've heard too many times. But have you ever wanted to help your loved ones document those timeless stories? It can be challenging to write an entire book of life memories, but StoryWorth makes it fun and easy. This is how anyone can write a book about their life. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved ones a single life-related question that you pick from the collection, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done? Or what's the farthest you've traveled? And all they have to do is reply with a story. 
Then, after a year, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories, memories, and even photos into an exquisite hardcovered book, creating a valued keepsake. A lot of families have told me they've created a holiday tradition around this keepsake, bringing it out every holiday season to reread the stories and look at the photos, especially when they can't be with their loved ones around the holidays. Millions of stories have already been told with StoryWorth because they make it the process so simple. Get started with your loved ones for the holidays, and before you know it, you'll both be cherishing those timeless stories for generations to come. I know I love rereading the stories about my dad's hippie days and the accompanying photos of him in bell bottoms. Help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash cray today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash cray to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash cray If you listen to this podcast, you've probably heard me talk about Pros, the world's most personalized hair care. I've seen incredible results with Pros, so let me tell you more about my customized Pros products. I used to have quite dull and dry hair. I live in a dry climate, so finding the right moisture level is really hard. Since I started using Pros, I get compliments on my hair all the time. It's shinier, smoother, softer. It's definitely not dry anymore. Pros knows that there is more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. I mean, who doesn't love a quiz? I definitely love a quiz. And this quiz is very fun. It asks you not just a lot of questions about your hair, but your unique circumstances, especially about like where you live. Do you live in a dry climate like I do? Do the seasons change? Is winter coming? And then it affects your hair. Um, you know, if you've moved recently and maybe you don't know the pollution level where you live, something like that, it's going to affect your hair. Hair. And by analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Pros also has a review and refine feature, and it lets me tweak my formulas for any reason if I change an address, or if I dye my hair, or change my diet. As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All of their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your order today. Go to pros.com slash cray That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash cray cray for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off pros.com slash cray cray madness yeah let's talk jenny and submit all right getting the two big hitters i was hanging pictures and i fell off a chair and i broke my arm (laughs) So me, come home from work and take care of me. You can't work. You can't work anymore because accidents happen. (laughs) Yeah, right. You can't work seven days a week because accidents happen to me. What if I fall off a chair while I'm hanging pictures again? (laughs) You know, I have a completely separate track in GarageBand only for the chicken. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth it. I'm just kidding. Um, This is like, this is the thing. If this is why it sucks so badly that Summit's family is not on board. Because if they were, he would have like access to a whole barrage of people that he could call if Jenny has an issue and needs to take her somewhere in the middle of the day. Because his family doesn't approve everything is on him and that's like that's hard for anyone if it's submit if you're like a single mom with no family in your city you know what i mean and your kids depend on you and you don't have you know grandparents or siblings nearby to help you like 
a lot of people, I think, have felt the way that Summit feels now. And this, but this is why it's so important that his family isn't on board because there's no alternative. It's Summit. The buck stops with him and it sucks. I, I, I agree him. with you generally, but she is not, she's not senile. No, she's not. And I, I kind of don't understand. Like, it's a rotator cuff problem. I'm sure it's painful. But I I have a hard time thinking that she's lived there for three years and she cannot find a way to transport her fucking self to another physical location without Submit, him. Summit could literally hire a driver and be like, be at yeah. this. He could. They have enough money. I think that would be cheap enough, even if it's like yeah. a tuk tuk or a rickshaw. Like, be at the house at this time. I want you. To, I need you to take my wife. Wait for her an hour and then take her home. And here's, you know, $7 for that. So I don't know how much it would be, but old ladies in India get themselves to physical therapy every day. It's, it's, yeah, I, it's, uh, the fact that she basically tells him that you can't work full time at the business that you maybe sort of invested in because, (laughs) because maybe I'll hurt myself not cleaning the house or something like, by the way, can we just acknowledge her mopping? That mopping was an abomination. How are you mopping with a rotator cuff injury? What are you doing? Okay. I just, here's a theory, Kyle. Tell me what you think about this. I'm better off without it. Oh, I don't need to follow doctor's orders. I'm just going to (laughs) stop mopping right now. (laughs) Kyle, do you think Jenny either did this on purpose or is exaggerating the extent of her injury so that Summit would have to stay home from work? It is. I a, have to throw it out there. Yeah, I have to throw it out there. Kim, it, it is believable tinfoil. Okay? It is. It's, we would be irresponsible podcasters if we no, did not yeah. discuss the potential of this theory. Yeah. I, I like how she... <laughs> the... the, the the physical therapist is like, well, your bones didn't fucking shatter like glass. So you're great for 63. You're in just great shape. And it's like, you can see the look on Summit's face. Like, Oh my God, I married an oldie might as well be a hundred. She's like physiotherapist. I broke my husband's stomach muscle. Riding him like a cowgirl. I fucked my husband into diarrhea. Look at my arm. <laughs> what How, did he call f- it? What did he call it? Then no, he dislocated he his dis- like naval, naval displacement. displacement. <laughs> she she rode Summit's dick so hard that she ripped his belly button off and made him shit the bed. But you can't hang a fucking picture on the wall without ripping your rotator cuff. <laughs> the funniest thing too. <laughs> Is that she was hanging a picture on the wall? They have lived in this apartment for three years, Kyle. Three fucking years. She's finally hanging a picture on the wall because her daughter was coming to visit and she wanted the place to look nice. For Smith's parents, no, go fuck yourself. We don't care what the place looks like. For my daughter, I'm going to decorate and try to make the place look nice. I would not call that mopping. I think that is a gross <laughs> exaggeration of what was actually <laughs> happening, and I will die on that hill. That was <laughs> that was pathetic. That mopping. It was the mop even wet. The mop looked dirty. <laughs> like, can you bleach? You need to bleach that mop, and then like, you need to get the mop wet to mop. Does she know the difference between a broom and a mop? I I think it's a valid concern. Um, <laughs> yeah. It looked, I mean, it looked to me like the mop was made of, uh, like hair, like animal hair or something. So that's why it was black. But I I don't know. I think it it looked like gray. Like it looked like they were like cotton strands of mop. And then it was like kind of a gray, like. So it was just that foul is is your assertion. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) I I could be like, I'm just always looking for things when Jenny's cleaning. So I could be way (laughs) off base here. But when the doctor took her arm and like poked her, her flab, her flabby arm and said, your muscle is so weak. I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. (laughs) By the way, people in the group. People in our Facebook group calling out how 
like medically unnecessary and irresponsible all these treatments are which i don't know anything about but i that tickled me too i thought that was funny oh i actually thought that the dot like the physiotherapist visit i thought was one of the most interesting scenes we've seen i wish we could get more like this like Part of living abroad that I would like to see more is the routine stuff like this. Like, I would have loved to see Jenny's first visit to the grocery store, which we kind of did a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, I guess we got that. <laughs> but, you Next know, I time, buy like... more, you stupid bitch. $70 for broccoli. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, I would have loved to see Corey of Corey and Evelyn in Ecuador, like, trying oh, to buy chicken at the market by himself. Like, the everyday well, we chores. <clears throat> yeah. Like, that's yeah. funny to me. And, like, this was interesting to me. Like, this is that she gets hurt. This is where she's taken to get so treatment. What you, so what you're saying is you really just want to see Jenny get hurt more. No. <laughs> Not necessarily. Where does she buy cleaning supplies? Does she buy cleaning she? supplies? Yeah, right. Like, where does, I don't know. I would just like to see more, like, routine things of her not knowing what the hell is going on in India. And she has to, like, go buy scotch tape, you know? Just seeing Jenny confused, scared, and alone. And just, uh... <laughs> not just Jenny. To, yeah. Any of the Americans. Like, I don't know. I can't even, Toe was so long ago, I can't even remember where we were but like Corey and evelyn you know like i want to see him like we saw him when we saw Corey on the chicken bus like at the airport because she wouldn't go get him like that was so fucking funny and he confirmed because remember i interviewed Corey like three and a half years ago and he confirmed that like production does not intervene and he had to carry that fucking thing on the bus and he had to switch buses like two times and they wouldn't they like follow him in the van, but they don't help. And then, yeah, he's just like on his own. So that kind of thing is really funny to me when they're overseas. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not a physiotherapist. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything about this. She said it felt better when they would you call that acupuncture? I don't even know what this needling treatment was. It felt better for approximately a couple hours because she just yeah. rips off her sling and starts mopping. Maybe that well, means that it worked. I don't know. They but, say that she needs it every day for 10 yeah. days. Yeah. Anyway, the daughters show up and we have hugging for about three minutes. This was quite sweet. This is yeah. like everybody who like hadn't seen their family and friends totally. for three years during COVID and finally Absolutely. got to see them. And they're so pumped. It's cute. Yeah. Um, if I were in America, I would have my family around to help take me to the doctor. No shit. That's I can't believe what everyone's been saying for four years, Jenny. <laughs> I, um, I, I enjoy that after everything, look, one thing I will say is that I think it's bizarre at this point, after everything we've seen to still doubt Smith's intentions. <laughs> oh my God. I, right? I kind of can't believe it. <laughs> It is really funny. Do you believe, I mean, do you think the daughter, this daughter is also like not an idiot. She's probably knows, she knows the deal. She's been on two or three of these seasons in and out. She knows she has to have a hook of some sort. And so her hook is, I don't know about this guy. I'm like, he literally has given up everything, Christina. He can't even work. (laughs) He has no, he's been disowned by his family. His own brother won't even talk to him. He can't see his nephew. Like everyone in his extended family ripped off. (laughs) He got fucked out of his belly button. Like, what do you, what more does the man have to do to prove his love? Yeah. It's been four years. They've been together for like 12 years. Guys, he took Jenny to Kama Sutra Yoga. I think he's kind of into her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is really funny. That's the first thing Christina says, like, in her interview. Of course, Summit cooked them a meal. It looked good. Yeah. The only thing that's changed or is better about her life now is that she has a visa, so she doesn't need to, like, do, you know, leave the country once a year or whatever it is right. to... right. Re-up and has she has she gotten that yet though? I don't know. We have heard nothing about it since they got married. Nothing. Yeah. Um, 
submit this is again like this is like broken record stuff that just like dude come on how can you not understand this and i want to talk about this a little bit like submit tells christina like hey you know my family is just like not comfortable with the marriage they don't accept it um this is indian culture you know like my parents won't talk to me anymore and christina's like well, you should do something about it. And I'm like, Christina, he did. He stood up for her and they he was disowned by his family. Like, yeah. what else can, well, you should talk to them and make them accept her. He did. They disowned him. There's, they will not talk to him. Yeah. Like, this, and, is, and, this is crazy making to listen to her say this because it's like. I know. He literally can't do anything. Else. They won't pick up the phone. They right. won't see him. They won't show up to even have tea with him to talk about it. Yeah. And surely, I mean, she hasn't seen the events of the beginning of this season yet, which by the way, at the beginning of the season, we were concerned that they blew their load in the first two episodes. And they kind of did, didn't they? With mom like exploding. But, um, she hasn't seen those events yet, but surely Jenny, Jenny has told them the basics of what's happened. And, you know, Look, I mean, we've we've learned a lot about this aspect of Indian culture from different perspectives and different sides over the years covering Jenny and Submit. I mean, no one expects her to be an expert or something, but it should be pretty fuck like even forget Indian culture for a second. It should be pretty fucking clear just what Submit's mom is like by now. Even yeah. even, even setting Indian culture aside. Exactly. And it's just it's kind of uh I'm not saying there's no hope, but this she's I mean <laughs> I'm kind of proud of her <laughs> for like sticking to she's, it. There's no Usman's mom here. Like she is totally she is committing to to this. Yeah. So that and that said, I mean Christina talks about like, oh, you know, Summit's family's being so old fashioned. And I'm sure we've talked about this before, but like how many families in America would accept this? Like Jenny keeps talking about like, oh, in America, you can do whatever you want. I'm like, if I told my dad I was going to marry somebody that was 40 years older than me. That I was fucking in your in your attic, in your attic, like I'm 35 and, uh, you know, He's 65, whatever, or he, I guess 70. Isn't there 35 years between them? He would not like it. No, and he would mean, not accept it. Yeah. And, I think that he would be I, I very vocal a, about that. Like, totally. Totally. I, I do think there is maybe like a gulf between totally disowning you and cutting you completely out of your life and distancing yourself making it clear that you're not okay with it and just not wanting to hang out with like the equivalent of jenny you know what i mean i i think it's probably more common here to just be like well i don't want to see that old ass fucking man i mean you can come over whenever but uh keep that fucking oldie away and i think you're an idiot my family wouldn't take him to a physiotherapy appointment Uh, i can tell you that no yeah so i mean just I, I don't know. It seems like the, the line that we get from Jenny and her daughter all the time is, well, in America, this would be totally acceptable and you can do whatever you want. And like, it's this archaic Indian culture. And it's like, I just, I do not think many families would be okay with this in the States either. I agree. And it's less about yeah. the kids thing, but I think, I mean, there's a, a ton of super religious people here that might not find that acceptable. And there's, there's, I, I don't, there's probably yeah. a lot less social impact on the parents though here yes i agree with that like they're not going to get phone calls from nosy neighbors like oh my god but maybe in like small towns people will talk shit people are gonna talk shit people will think that it's weird but i think there'll be less blame cast on you as a parent um whereas there it's seen as a kind of unique failure of them um yeah, that's true. And it's it's a it's a scale, you know. Uh, did we miss anything? <laughs> no, that's kind of it. We okay, just so. have uh, Jovi, Jovi and, and Yara, Yara. and uh, <laughs> Jovi's friend. 
this fake friend. Talmage. What is um? Where Why is, is that a hard name from? to say? I don't know. I don't know. Talmage. It's quite easy, yeah. actually. It's easy to spell too. Um, he's from Georgia. He lives in Germany. We don't get any background about what he's doing in Germany, why he lives there. We just know he's some dude that Jovi used to chase girls around in his travels. And (laughs) Jovi was late one time. One time. So when he said he's from Georgia, I spent half the scene baffled. at this guy's accent. I thought he accent. was from the Republic of Georgia. Yes, me yeah. too. Because it makes way more sense that he's Georgian and lives in Germany than he's just a dude from the swamp. Atlanta. That, yeah. yeah, that lives. In... <laughs> I assume he's a swamp person. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, uh, took him to Ukraine to fuck girls. Yeah, basically, just bang. Just, just get real drunk and... Um, Go to the club and get arranged dates or something. <laughs> like, I, love this me. This is gross because this gave me, like, David vibes. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, Jovi and Talmadge are, like, by, if we're using 90 Day Fiance cast men as, like, a benchmark, are two young, attractive men. They like really you're going on like sex tours in Ukraine. Stop it. It's it just grossed me out. Yep. Yeah. Um Yara hates all of my friends. So I'm sure she's not gonna get along with this guy, but let's well, take what? her out to dinner with him. <laughs> I mean, look at the examples that we've been presented with so far, Jovi. <laughs> yeah. I'm team Yara on this I mean, one. Come on. So you take Jovi to the strip club? Yup. <laughs> they said cool. that they were in Ukraine like for 17 days and they just literally went to strip clubs 17 days in a row. They just did lines of coke off of girls' butts and just got drunk and fucked. I just... Yeah, and so this story is... Like, it. it's so dumb that it makes me think this might be a totally fake friend because I know is I, this a rena friend he's so like he you'd hope a rena friend would have more to say or or just would have some tact and decor like this is the same thing with uterus who are yeah. these people why can't you act <laughs> normal for 5 fucking seconds around a stranger that's married to your friend and just like are are these scenes is this is this the last 10 minutes of a four-hour dinner after they've drank 12 beers? Or is this how you really introduce yourself to someone? It's so bizarre. Like Matt Sharp training videos that you have to watch before you go on camera. Yeah. That give how you to like be a, a douchebag before say. dinner. Like, what? <laughs> I have a crazy Ukraine story. We went to meet girls and Jovi was late, so I was by myself. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. Um, God. Yara sums it up. So you're friends with Jovi because you both drink a lot and go to strip clubs. Yep, pretty much. That's yeah. all we have in common. Hi, Yara. Nice to meet you. It sounds like you're totally full of shit about this apartment thing. That's what you say to someone you just met. Oh, we call that a red flag. Uh, <laughs> Talmadge, you just said you were in strip clubs for 17 days in a row in Ukraine. You're a fucking sex tourist. That's also a red flag. That yeah, is actually important. So, Have you met her husband, Jovi? Yeah, he is a walking red flag. Oh, my God. I didn't you think... Wanted, he can come to Germany with us, right? Oh, my God. This is so fake. He's like, yeah, you don't you don't care, right, Yara, if he comes to Germany with us? I'm like, he's sitting right there. What is she supposed to say? And I she kind of did uh, say no. She was like, this is a trip to help people. I don't want you guys getting wasted and going to strip clubs. No, I mean, like, it's cool, right? Oh, like, cool. If he doesn't come, I'm by myself. Except your fucking wife and child, I'm by myself. The worst. I mean, Yara correctly is like, says to Talmadge too. He, she's like, you're not even married. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know anything about family life. And Talmadge says, 
you sound sketchy and you're selfish. Like, what? <laughs> Who? I'd be like, this no, this so fucking st- guy cannot come to Germany. Who are you? This is so stupid, dude. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Wait, and Yara literally says that. This dinner was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we just state for the record, cray cray geography facts. Germany is a large country. Can we determine where in Germany they are going to find Yara's friend and where in Germany this Georgian guy lives? It could be like a massive amount of distance. I love it. Oh, well, he lives in Germany. Well, yeah. Just down the then street. Should just come along. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, they have to. It sounds like they have to introduce an ancillary character because it's not going to be any drama here, which whatever. Yeah, they're going to meet Yara's friend, and Yara's friend's going to say, yeah, that was fucked up. And, you know, the end. They're going to be drunk, Jovi and Talmadge. This is so weird. I I won't have anyone to travel with if he doesn't come. <laughs> you guys are going to be speaking Ukrainian, and I won't even have it. I'm like, what about your daughter? This like- is the first time you've been to Europe with your daughter. Let's bring along an old drinking and fucking strip club, bro. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, this is what I'm worried about. I'm afraid that Jovi's going to try to throw Talmadge at Karina, the friend of Yara. Ugh, you know he's like going to try to hit on her. Like in a romantic interest way. I know. That's, isn't that gross? That's, That's totally what's going to happen. Oh, Kim, I didn't think of that. No. It's it's Ugh. horrible, especially in the context that all of these women and children fleeing Ukraine are being preyed on by human traffickers. Yeah. And it's fucking horrifying and sad, and it makes me cry a lot. And, like, if they make this out to be, like, Talmadge trying to hit on her, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Ugh. It'll probably be Jovi's idea, douchebag. I know. And... It, I mean, let's talk about the next time on really quick. Like, it looks like Yara says she wants to stay in Europe while Joby goes home and goes back to work. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where is this Germany trip? Are they going to – is this the – you know, sometimes they, like, throw out these storylines like Libby's nursery rhyme singing, and then they never talk about it again. Right. Like, this better not be like, oh, we planned this trip to Germany with Strip Club Bro, and now we're never going to discuss it again. It's never going to happen. Maybe the nation of Germany has collectively decided to not allow Matt Sharp productions across the border. That would be wise. Germany is a a well-managed country. It's a so. serious country. <laughs> yeah. There's serious people there, yes. So that that could be. Um I am excited to watch the Kimberly and Usman like green card talk. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Our immigration lawyer says we can't practice polygamy in the U.S. Oh, oh Jesus. And then Utrice, this is what I'm real. This is super cringeworthy. Utrice is like, well, Shida could just forget to take her birth control. Problem solved. I'm like, oh, oh, so I mean, that, that kind of tells you all you need to know about what type of person this is because it's one thing to joke about that on fucking Twitter. But if she, she's saying that on TV that she should trick her husband into having a kid because there'll never be any negative repercussions about that for the child and the marriage. Oh no. Bilal will just react splendidly to that situation. That's fucking gross dude that's horrible it's really bad i know that's that you that's like reverse isn't that like uh kind of like reverse stealthing in a in a way yeah kind of <laughs> yeah. i mean not 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 really the same but, but God I, damn, I understand the comparison that's fucking dark it is dark it's really dark why um, would you why would you want your that it would just it would overshadow everything from then on, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it would. I mean, that's like irreparable in your marriage. If you trick, I don't know. I just, I think she just, it's probably an offhand comment that she's making just to create drama, but. But you're making it on TV. It's I just, know. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that's the episode. <laughs> um. 
we will be back next week. Uh, Thanksgiving week. We're not sure if there's an episode and we may be we may be taking a week off. We're not we're not sure yet, but we we will have something for you next week. Um, Yeah. And then again, as confirmed that this is running through January, we suspect that there'll be a couple weeks around Christmas where we don't have a new episode. So we'll just have to see what happens. But single life is wrapping up tomorrow great season of the single life um always entertaining and i know that we have a new season of david and annie filmed in thailand which uh i'm also excited to watch so it is it wrapping up like the tell all is tomorrow or is, is no it's the finale the season finale so, so there's you're at right. least we should one have more episode after yeah and this this i will tell you the single life tell-alls are hands down always the best they're, they're so absurd so good. yeah <laughs> they're so, they're they're so bizarre dumb. yeah yeah so looking forward to that uh any other last words kyle no i mean look this episode was terrible but i had a really good time uh just because it's crossed it's crossed that line into the absurd and i'm i'm still laughing so um we're gonna keep it that way through january do you think usman gets his own show (laughs) no he's getting he's making his own web series kim i I think he should get his own show uh there should be flavor of usman would love it i pitched that idea about 10 weeks ago when i said it should be single life nigeria 90 day bros and it's michael in south nigeria and usman in northern nigeria they take nigeria by storm it's a great idea i'm still shipping it if if usman deny declines then you know you get the scraps you get slam tea and badness and <laughs> i would watch slam tea and badness as well go on dates i think it'd be yeah. hilarious so all right thanks for listening everybody have a great week and we'll talk to you next week talk to you soon guys bye